Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia! Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Here we go with another fun-filled episode. And yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. And this is going to be a fun one because we're going to keep it light. And we're going to, but we're going to talk some American beer history too. Yeah, true, true. Because I think this, what we're going to feature this brewery tonight is arguably very important in the world of craft beer in the U.S. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. It's not a brewery that I drink a lot of. And same, I'll explain actually, why. Totally, same. Yeah. I'll well, explain why as we get to it. But why don't you tell us a little bit about our brewery, yes. which is actually Boston Beer Company, although all their yes. labels and everything say Sam everything Adams. Everything says Sam Adams, but it is really the Boston Beer Company sure. uh, out of Boston, Mass. Uh, actually, out of Boston, Mass, Cincy, and Pennsylvania. Um, they actually brew a lot of their current beer in Cincinnati, but um, they okay. started in Massachusetts. So, and it's technically was co-founded in 1984 with the brewery actually opening in 1989. So, okay. uh, yeah, so lots of history. Definitely one of the older um you know beer companies in the u.s and honestly one of the few that's still considered a craft beer um company considering a lot of the other ones that started around the same time as them have been bought by large conglomerates uh, right. now so they are still owned they're public they went public in 95 but they are still owned um by a group of people and still truly considered to be um, I think they're technically the second largest craft brewery in the U.S. right now after Yingling. Okay. So in terms of by volume. So they obviously can't compete with the, you know, AB, InBev, large, giant companies. But, sure. uh, you know, tech, I think they still say independent craft brewer. Yep. Independent craft brewer association on their their bottle. So they are the second largest of that uh designation in the u.s right now cool yeah yeah so we're gonna drink some boston lager to start which is of course we technically are. sam adams that was the first beer that they brewed so let's open this up and we can talk a little more about uh about boston beer company distinctively complex and balanced is what they tell me this is it's been a long time since i've had a sam adams i yeah i can't remember the last time i had a sam adams and i would guess that it's most likely because even though it is widely available in the Mm -hmm. midwest there are so many other breweries that are in the same level if you will like goose island for example 
where it's a everywhere you know where like if you oh, go yeah. to a, if you go to a restaurant and any restaurant around here literally <laughs> yeah is limited they might have sam adams on tap but they're probably also going to have 312 or they're going to mm-hmm. have something of that caliber and i probably default to 312 before i drink boston lager yeah yeah and i mean i i also generally a lager isn't my first sure go to so that's also you know something else is that that's generally not my go to beer style um mm-hmm. not that uh you know there's anything wrong with it it's it's a good lager i mean it's i'm drinking it now so um as am i <laughs> it's as i remember um it's a little more bite than a lot of lagers other lagers that i've had so it's got a good flavor to it if you actually like the taste of it yeah i mean you know i would i would kind of repeat basically what you said and i would say that in the scheme of things for you know what you are expecting it has a little more heft it's a little heavier heavy is not exactly the right word it's a little more flavorful flavor yeah Yeah. it's got Mm -hmm. some flavor to it which is pleasant and i think that Mm -hmm. When it comes to a flagship, this is a great flagship beer. Mm-hmm. Like this is what, you know, this is something you can make over and over again, consistently make well, yeah. and people it will universally enjoy it if they're the average beer drinker. Yes. And, and I it, think that it, this does that very well. Yeah. And as, as, a, as a lager, I feel like it, if you like beer, as opposed to drinking some of the like North American domestic typical lighter lagers Mm -hmm. this one has a real beer flavor to it so absolutely you're you're getting more of that interestingly enough so all right let me give you a little bit of uh boston beer company history here um so it was started by jim cook in cambridge mass which is because it literally started out of his house uh out of his (laughs) kitchen um but he came from a long line of um brewers i think he was like fifth or sixth generation brewers um at least home brewers and um this recipe for the original sam adams boston lager came actually from uh it was made in jim's kitchen in 1984 Mm -hmm. and it came from an old 1860 sorry i was gonna say 1860 family recipe of his great great grandfathers so they dusted it off from the attic and pulled it out and that was what they started with so this is an old family recipe it debuted um in boston's patriots day in 1985 and actually won a great american beer fest best beer award that same year um so it's been highly regarded ever since it came out they named it after samuel adams the you know founding fathers of the united states samuel adams who some historians claim was actually a brewer oh that's interesting you know i was thinking about what you said about it winning an award at the great Mm -hmm. american beer festival I bet you it was a lot easier to win awards. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, I could have made a beer. So many won. less in entrance, I'm sure. Yeah, so. I can't imagine. I mean, <laughs> imagine what it must take to win now. Now? Oh, my gosh. You've got to be amazing. I mean, not yes. that this isn't good, and I'm sure it was great in 1985, but, you know, in 2022, it's a whole different ball game. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So this was, that was their first 
beer that they brewed. Um, him and uh, Rhonda Coleman, she was actually, she worked with him. She was his secretary at his uh, job prior to starting Boston Beer Company. Okay. Um, Jim actually went to Harvard. Uh, he got a bachelor's degree and his MBA from Harvard um, mm-hmm. and then worked for a consulting company before he decided to open a brewery. And she was his secretary who was working nights bartending and uh they wound up opening boston beer company um like i said 1984 they started 1989 the brewery actually opened and they went public in 1995 um ronda no longer is part of the company but she was for you know about 15 years she left in 2000 uh, and she was actually recognized as a pioneering woman in the beer industry for her impact and innovation in the industry. Um, she wow. stayed in the alcohol industry. She opened a brewery after uh, Boston Beer Company. And then she actually, I believe, works or opened a distillery. Um, but oh. she's lived in the Boston area and still does um, and still is in in the industry, just not with Boston Beer Co. But um, so they went public in 1995 they've since opened a, another location like i said in cincinnati where they actually brew most of their beer um also a location in pennsylvania and they still have a location in boston so um yeah when they did move to uh when they opened the brewery back in 88 89 uh they were excited because eight people showed up to their first brewery tour Aww. uh since wow, then i'm sure like a lot <laughs> hundreds of thousands probably have come through those doors um there's a place called doyle's cafe which was a uh irish pub that had opened in 1882 in boston mm. and that was the first bar to have sam adams on draft wow um they unfortunately since closed after 137 years in business during covid yeah so that is brutal right yeah i am so sorry to hear that that's terrible yeah um so yeah so they've been around for a while like i had said earlier they're the second largest craft brewery by volume in the u.s after yingling um but they also, it's not just Boston Beer Company slash Sam Adams. They have a number of subsidiaries. Um, so they own a, a handful of other breweries that I've never heard of before. Um, but they also, in 2019, bought out Dogfish Head, which is also a huge oh, right. East Coast brewery. Um, but they also own, which I didn't realize, well, I knew Angry Orchard, Twisted Tea, and Truly are all Boston Beer Company brands. Really? Yeah, I had no idea the seltzers were in there, too. That. So in 2016, they they op- they put out the Truly brand, which probably accounts for a whole heck of a lot of their yeah. at this point. Wow. That was yeah, a good decision, so, I think. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that was interesting. And a fact that I didn't know, I also didn't know that there was a female that was the co-founder of this company, which was kind of cool. And then the other fun fact um so in 2018 sam adams booted budweiser as the official beer of the boston red sox at fenway so it's now sam adams and well it's actually they they brewed in 2020 they brewed a fenway faithful ipa but since 2018 boston beer company has ousted budweiser at fenway park so that was kind of cool too so that is kind of cool. get behind that yeah so. you usually see things going the other direction right in the beer yeah industry. I, i'm kind of happy <laughs> yeah we spoke about it right before we hit record here about how 
AB InBev has this motivation to buy these breweries because mm-hmm. they're trying to capture something that they don't have. And I think it's interesting. I think that's what makes Boston beer so interesting Yeah, is that that's just not the route, you know, that they're interested in going. And I like the idea that they diversify and that they have as much as I don't drink hard yeah. seltzer, like, <laughs> but it makes that's sense a genius idea, business though. opportunity to say, I want to be in, you know, the different, different areas, you know, and, and market to different people who like different things so they've diversified and obviously did well with it if they're you yeah. know as big as they are so yeah so that's uh boston beer company in a nutshell most people probably don't even realize that it's not na- actually sam adams brewery um, <laughs> well but... i mean even even myself i'll say i am also to blame for still calling it sam adams most of the time even though i yeah. know it's boston beer company <laughs> Yeah, no, agreed. I, I did as well until I kind of uh, looked up some fun facts and I was like, all right, I got to remember they're actually got to do a good job this. and call them by their proper name. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, a lot of people, they, you know, when you, what is it, Utopias comes out once a mm-hmm. year, that's like their um you know also one of their claim to fames i didn't really talk about it because most people are not going to get it and not going to drink it but yeah um, mostly because it's just so expensive i mean when it comes to availability i think that utopias has reached a point where hypothetically speaking you could probably get it if you really wanted it they had it at costco like you can get it if you want it it's just how many people are going to spend hundreds of dollars on over 200 dollars thing of for a bottle so Yeah. yeah And to me, that's crazy. So. It's crazy. Over $200 is crazy. I have mm-hmm. a hard time spending $20 on a four pack. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm certainly not going to go out of my so. way to spend two over $200 on, on something. Yeah, on one thing. So anyway, so that's yeah. another one of their, you know, their claim to fames. But uh, yeah, they're one of really the founding craft beer you know breweries in the u.s realistically so mm-hmm. and one of the few that like i said has not sold to a larger conglomerate yet so kind of kind of cool at least not yet sold out if you will sold, sold out i think jim's in his 70s now so who knows what, i mean uh... <laughs> you know i that's up there man but you know yeah. if you're doing what you love i guess there's no age yeah. for retirement if you yeah, don't want and- to yeah, and um, the the people who own Dogfish Head are the second largest owners as they, uh, when they merged, that they okay. got a large share of Boston Beer Company. So well, that's that's a, a that's an appealing possibility. See, I could mm-hmm. see merging, mm-hmm. and that being like lucrative. Um, yeah. Whereas, obviously, versus like just being purchased by another company, you know, where you're kind of just yeah. walking away at that point. Yep. No. So. They, they did benefit they did get something out of the the, the merger so it wasn't just a clear buyout um so mm-hmm. that was interesting but yeah all right so i'm gonna drink a little bit more of this and then let's uh talk about our topic for the night yeah yeah so you know the perfect uh the perfect business plan is to have somebody buy you out or mm-hmm. uh or give so you, you a bunch of money disposable income and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna narrow that down to just the perfect day instead of the perfect business plan (laughs) we'll talk about the perfect day you know lauren and i kind of came up with this topic because mother's day was approaching and so now we're a couple of days post mother's day Mm -hmm. maybe that helped us come up 
with more ideas, but um, <laughs> we were like, well, you know, what's the, the perfect day off? Not the perfect Mother's Day, because mm-hmm. obviously Mother's Day is not just about yourself, even if you are a mother, you know, you have a mother, or you're celebrating mm-hmm. somebody who plays the motherly role in your life or something like that. But for this is a selfish episode. This is yeah. about number yes. one here, you guys. This isn't about everybody else. This is about <laughs> me. Uh, and we're going to talk about what the perfect day for each of us would yeah. be. Yes. And, uh, and, and we're going to focus on that for a few minutes. <laughs> I think that's good. Get it's people been a long to, couple weeks. <laughs> right. It has totally been a long couple weeks. Get people to think about what would you do if you got to choose? Yeah. Yeah. Day? And I mean, you know, someday, not today, but someday we're going to talk about self-care. I'm sure mm-hmm. that's going to come up. And that's <laughs> only kind of a small part of what True. we're going to talk about today, because obviously self-care is great. And mm-hmm. I, by all means, wish that I had more of it. Uh, <laughs> I think we all do. Yeah. Just like five <laughs> more minutes in the bathroom a day mm-hmm. would probably be great but With, on an un- uninterrupted make sure you add that yeah yeah uninterrupted factor. bathroom time would yes, be yes. like huge <laughs> but um but but we're gonna keep this light and we're gonna talk about all the fun wonderful things that we would do on a mm-hmm. perfect day off with kids without kids with your family like whatever that might be so like yeah. I know, Lauren, you went the route of asking your kids what would be on their perfect day off. And I'd really like to hear, I'd like to hear I some did. of that. Yeah, let me hear <laughs> I what I asked had to the say. twins what they would want. Um, and they're very similar in, in how they would, would spend their day. But my boy twin said he'd start with donuts for breakfast. That nice. was key on his Great. list. Um, he would play some video games. He would have pizza for lunch. At some point, he wants to go bowling. Um, what is it about these kids in bowling? It's like all my no kids want to do. I have, I have literally no idea. <laughs> I, have, I have no clue. Um, they also, they couldn't decide if they could fit in a Six Flags trip. So oh, I feel like that would have been a little much. Bowling. So instead, hmm. they went with after pizza and bowling, they want to do a camping night in the backyard with a water balloon fight and a movie with all their friends in our backyard oh man that is doable though my my daughter flipped video games for roller skating and pizza for mcdonald's but otherwise generally it was about the same so oh but she wanted ice cream for breakfast also not donuts ice cream for breakfast that's a pretty good perfect i was like i'm i'm this this actually sounds like a pretty good i mean Day, yeah, right? I would yeah. take that day. Yeah. I would take that. I could I could eat a donut and then go bowling. I like yeah. bowling. Donut, well ice enough. cream, pizza, bowling, movie, like all of those movie, things are yeah. fine. I mean, I'm good like, with those things. I don't yeah. personally want to sleep in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'd sleep in my camper. It has air conditioning. Well, sure, so. yeah, that's fine. But and you fine know, this, would yeah. I would I maybe get a nice hotel room, which is sure. you know on the same like yeah, it's just not sort sleeping at home where you're like yeah. away from home, if you will. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. I started to think about initially when we were talking about this topic, what would have been the perfect day for me as a child? Oh, and okay. uh, when I was growing up, my parents owned a house in Galena, Illinois, which is like northwestern Illinois, like the corner mm-hmm. of Illinois, and um. I used to love going there. I know you joined me at yeah. least a couple times yeah, uh, out sure. there growing up. I used to love going there. 
And the funny thing is that the activities and the things that we did when we were out there were like not things I ever did at home. Normally, you know, right. I was, I took horseback riding lessons all the time and we would go out there every three, two, three weeks. We would go out there for a weekend. So I took a lot of horseback riding lessons. Uh, We would go swimming, which I didn't grow up with a pool. I enjoyed swimming. We used to go to the Worth pool. Sure, sure. Oh, yeah. And I swam at your house Mm -hmm. growing up, uh, you know, fairly often as well. But I didn't personally have a pool. So Mm -hmm. like when we would go to Galena, we would go swim. And so for me as a kid, I think the perfect day would have been horseback riding and swimming. And that would have been that would have done it for me. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds pretty good. I would still probably be happy doing those things. Although I think as an adult, and I'm sure you're going to kind of come to a similar conclusion, (laughs) although I could 100% be wrong about this. A lot of our activities on the perfect day are more relaxing Mm -hmm. than physical. (laughs) I would agree. I would still, I would still be okay with like sitting by the pool. I do still enjoy that. But not with children, yeah. Because then you have to like pay attention and you have to like, keep people from drowning. Yeah, which and is so key. it's a nice relaxing time if I can sit by my pool mm-hmm. without small people around. So, yeah. So I kind the of horseback made a list. riding. I feel like is just too much effort at this point. Yeah. No. Well, oh. and the thing about horseback riding, I will say, is that if the temperature outside is not right. It is not an enjoyable activity. Yeah. Because if it's too hot, obviously it's going to be misery because you're just like sitting in the sun. Yeah. No. And if it's cold, you're going to be like even colder (laughs) because you're like riding through the wind. Right. Yeah. So the optimal temperature for horseback riding is is very specific, I think. I think that's fair. In my opinion. <laughs> no, I think I think you're probably right. <laughs> so as an adult, if I'm not going to be horseback riding, I guess um, I do enjoy, you said it already, sitting by the pool. I enjoy just mm-hmm. sitting outside on a nice day, having a beer or two. A hot tub could be there. Doesn't have to mm. be there, but a hot tub could be around. I would accept that. Yeah. Hot tubs for me are like, I like them. But I get too hot. Yeah, you don't so, want to like, be in it too long. They're very temporary. That was not on my list because of that. Because I know mm. myself that I'm like, I'd get that's in. That's very reasonable. And then I'd get out. And that would be it. So. See, that's kind of how I feel about swimming pools. Is, and I know when you mentioned, like, taking a dip in the pool, you wouldn't necessarily swim all day. But, like, mm. I get cold in the pool. Ah, so, like, okay. I enjoy getting in a pool, especially if it's hot or I've been doing something that's made me hot. But like they're all very temperature specific activity. Well, as I said at the beginning, I mean, relaxing is all about optimal, you know, yes. and if it's not yeah. a temperature is a big thing for me. I always joke with people that if you ever have to like torture information out of me, the way to do it is to just raise the temperature in the room that I am in, oh, because okay. I will say and do anything to get out of there. If, <laughs> if you're just like, tell us your passwords and i'm like now nah, i'm not gonna do that and then you like crank it up to like up let's say heat. 80 plus Ooh, i will yeah. immediately tell you everything you need to know <laughs> and i know i just said that like on the internet if you will right. but i mean but uh, what do you really have cool. to, to like and that's yeah <laughs> it's that's the reality okay you guys you can <laughs> you could threaten me you can do all these other things and that might not work but if you raise the temperature in the room and you don't <laughs> let me out that's I'll gonna do, do anything it. to get out of there <laughs> all right got it note to self if i ever need to 
to to negotiate anything out of you. That's the way. That's the key. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, So what would you do on your perfect day off? Yeah. Other than temperature controlled. Let's say it's (laughs) seventy-two degrees outside, and then I'll list all of the things that I would do. Okay. I like it. (laughs) So I'm a big movie fan, and I like to watch movies that are my favorites. You and I did the movie Mm -hmm. episode. And I would probably watch a favorite movie, not necessarily a new movie, just something Mm -hmm. that I know and love, you know, like The Princess Bride. Uh, I think I would say on my day off, I don't think I would do much new because if it's new, then you don't know. Love it. Exactly. So if you're trying to have like an overall like fabulous day, I feel like you need to to have expectations and something new you you could go either way so I feel like that's a risk so I would definitely agree with something I love I would participate in yeah Yeah. so to stay in the vein of like most of my examples so far are things that I would like probably want another adult around you Mm -hmm. know sitting in the hot tub or having a beer or watching a movie or so like to kind of stay in that in that mm-hmm. vein, I would say if I was with another adult, whether it's my husband or a friend or, or whatever, I would also like to go out to a restaurant mm-hmm. and have a good meal. Same mm-hmm. deal, though. I would go somewhere that I already know and love, yep. and I would probably order something that I know I will love. Yep. And yep. Uh, I love going out to eat. I just oh, yeah. I enjoy yeah, that experience. That do on a yeah very yeah. regular basis. Yeah, for sure. Now, if I was alone, the perfect day alone, uh, I would, I would do some reading. I've been reading more now. I know you love to read. I do love to read. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I went through a very, very long period of time where I was not reading anything just like ever. I don't know. I was not sleeping well. And so the idea of like picking up a book and reading was just like, I'll just fall asleep. Like totally wasn't head, desirable. I was, yeah. yeah. I was like, why would I read? I won't absorb it. I will just mm-hmm. doze off. Mm-hmm. And then I just, I had some activities my kids were in where there was times where I was just sitting. My son's karate class is at the park district and the Wi Fi is terrible. Oh. <laughs> and so, so you're like, how do I entertain myself? I'm like, I can't just scroll the internet. Well, <laughs> I guess I could read and I started reading and I've been reading quite a bit nice doing that for a time he was taking two classes a week and so I was sitting for two hours a week just minimum yeah. at this class pretty much just reading the whole time and it was great and so I've I would definitely just like sit comfortably and read for a while it's just peaceful and quiet mm-hmm. you know when my pajamas like something like yeah. that would be great uh, you and I have both talked about how much we enjoy researching or planning vacations. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a part of my perfect day off. Oh, I would okay. probably plan part of a vacation. Even if it wasn't the vacation I'm going on next, I would be For like, sure. where do I want to go someday? And then I would just like learn and read about that. You know, an that's experience. part of my favorite. That's part. That's like one of my favorite parts of going on vacations is like learning about the places we're going and trying to figure out what's there that I want to see and all of that fun stuff. But yeah, yeah, definitely so, for me as well. And so I think that when it comes to the perfect day, I think that that would, it would inevitably be a part of it. It would be like part I of would, it. Yeah, no, I would that's be fair. Asking myself, what do I want to do now? And eventually I would be like, I've always wanted to go to Disneyland. And then mm. I would just like, 
Hmm. Well, let's look. Plan a trip to Disneyland. I've already started planning our spring break for next year. That is like a year away. So me too. (laughs) Me too. I have also done that. I will have to share. We We want to go on a train ride. (laughs) Oh, that's on our list of things. Not this time. We're gonna do Arizona, Grand Canyon, and Scottsdale. But anyways, that'll be it for another episode. Yeah, we will get to that. I've kind of incorporated both the like alone time and not alone time into like what my perfect day would look like but okay all, like details so like no alarms there are no alarms mm-hmm. at all like starting my day what would be ideal is if breakfast and coffee were already made for me and I didn't have to do any of that I do so, like that like I don't want to have to cook or organize or clean or do anything like if Mm -hmm. it just if I had like a magical genie that would just make it for me and I don't have to do it I would love that because I would just wake up and eat something and have a cup of coffee and read a book in bed and like that's how I would love to start my day it sounds really amazing to me (laughs) so I do like that that's the beginning of my perfect day off I mean Um, the idea of of having meals provided to me is really kind of like the cherry on top of the sundae when it comes to like like my restaurant idea is really good and i would love to go out for for sure but the idea of like somebody just like serving me even Mm -hmm. just the cup of coffee yeah oh that sounds amazing i wouldn't even like i would i would love like so that would be how i would start is somebody Mm -hmm. provides me with some sort of snack and coffee and then (laughs) i can just read my book in peace but you know i would i i i thoroughly enjoy day drinking because i'm old and i don't like to do it at night anymore so i prefer so my afternoon would be like spending some sort of time either at a restaurant on a patio out in the sun drinking and having like food with my friends that would be like how I would love to spend my afternoon so wherever that is it would probably be a place I've been before that has good drinks and good food and we would just enjoy the afternoon doing that and it would have to be sunny and (laughs) optimal temperature optimal temperature not too hot not too cold and we would have drinks and food and that's how I would spend my afternoon um now you know I would I do like some sort of activity at some point and whether it's a movie or whether it's like mini golf or like if we're near the water like go on a boat ride like some sort of activity not like active like I'm not gonna go run or anything but like some sort of activity to do in a social setting would also be part of of my day um I would also say like I am not I'm a night owl but not like out doing stuff anymore like I would happily end my day with like drinks and sitting out on the patio just like relaxing like not yeah. too worked up not too much anxiety just like calm relaxing I, I feel like that's the literally overarching theme of all this is just spending a relaxing a low-key day, day. Yes. yeah well yeah. and like you mentioned a similar you know relaxing on the patio hanging out having a couple of drinks and like my feelings on like the whole sit outside and have a beer or maybe sit in the Mm -hmm. hot tub and have a drink Mm -hmm. or whatever doing that activity at like sunset slash slightly later it makes it even better for me yes oh yeah I love that time of day I love my favorite 
Agreed. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. When it's evening but not night, mm-hmm. it's yeah. perfect. You know, the you're not tired yet. That, Even yes. if it's been a long day, your your body is not ready to go to sleep. Yeah. But it's evening, and like I just mm-hmm. find night time or evening time or or sunset time, if you will, mm-hmm. just to be like a beautiful time of day. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. Well, and my children will tell you, like, I will drive out of my way to view a beautiful sunset because I just really enjoy the ambiance of that. So like being somewhere that I can have a drink and sit and Mm -hmm. chat and enjoy a sunset would like just be the perfect way to wrap up like a day off. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. All of those things at some point. And I get pieces of that at some points but that all together would make for a perfect day so yeah we shall see i turned 40 on a saturday this year so <sighs> it's possible that some of those things can be incorporated can happen on that day <laughs> into that now there will also be probably children around so but if i have my husband around he can just watch them so also a plus yes is... that is also part of this plan yeah <laughs> yes and i do I don't want to spend I'm not I'm not a loner in that I want to spend an entire day by myself like Mm -hmm. do I like pockets of time by myself sure I like the peace and quiet and I love to read a book like I would sit and you know drink my coffee and read a book but I also really enjoy socializing with people so my perfect day would not be a day by myself I would like to do some things as a group or with a handful of people that I enjoy my time with. Now I would be selective in that. There are definitely people I don't want to see on my day off. So like, that's um, totally reasonable, (laughs) but there are also people that I would enjoy spending time with. And I do enjoy spending time with. So that's how I would prefer. And some people are the opposite. Some people are homebodies and would, you know, would just imagine their perfect day would be an uninterrupted day of peace and quiet by themselves. And that's totally fine too. It's just not necessarily my cup of tea to be by myself for long periods of time. I think I feel very close to the same way. I enjoy moments of alone time. I like just sitting and being solo at times, Mm -hmm. like you said, pockets of time, Yeah. but I don't want to spend an entire day by myself. I would not enjoy that. I would reach a point where eventually I would just be like, well, I guess I'm going to go run some errands. Like I would have, I totally would. I would just leave the house to go like see people or something. Yeah. Yeah. I would find someone or something yeah and I thought about that actually because like I sometimes do have a Friday off very rarely with nothing to do but Mm -hmm. even when I do I'm like okay I need to get out of the house at some point throughout the day like I'm not one to just want to sit at home all day long at all I need to get out and do something at some point um so definitely that would be part part of my day even my children now are like that like they don't like spending an entire day just home yeah getting out of the mine too and my kids will definitely tell you that their perfect day would involve just playing video games all day but even (laughs) I mean like but when push comes to shove when Mm -hmm. that if that day were to arrive where I was like okay you can do whatever you want sure all day long they would start out playing video games mm-hmm. and then they would come to me at some point and they would be like, I want to do something. What do you want to do? Can we go outside yep. and play soccer? Can we go to the park? Can we call this friend? Can we yep. go somewhere or whatever? And that would happen. And yeah. 
I totally get it. Because like I said, I can sit and I can read and I can research vacations and I can right spend but, some again pockets of time by yourself. But at yeah. some point you're gonna be like, okay, I want human interaction now. Yeah. Now my husband might be fine all day by himself. Like yeah. he's gone on vacations. He rode his motorcycle around Lake Michigan by himself for like two, three, two and a half, three days. Wow. And that was his vacation. Literally the only people he interacted with were probably like waitresses and like right that was it and whatever he stopped at the gas station or the hotel but that was his literal vacation was just he's gone on a motorcycle trip by himself almost every year for the last few years oh wow and just like it wasn't always planned by himself sometimes his friend's bikes broke down and they couldn't go on (laughs) but he definitely has taken solo vacations all on his own with no one else mm-hmm. with him and has been totally fine with it. Now, I could do that if I had like maybe like a plan or tours, but like I still feel like I'd want to interact with somebody like I don't yeah. think I would enjoy that nearly as much like I would even if I took like one other person, but I don't think I would like a solo vacation totally solo yeah i need to share my experiences Mm -hmm. i i just like i can't eat meals alone for too long like Mm -hmm. and that's just an example of course but like yeah like i could go and sit and have like go to the breakfast restaurant by my house and have coffee and breakfast and and enjoy that meal maybe Mm -hmm. even read a little bit while i'm there or something like that or bring my laptop and you sure. know do some work but not or for like look for an something extended period of time but yeah i wouldn't do i couldn't i wouldn't plan a trip that way because for me i would reach day two and kind of be like this is boring yep yeah <laughs> or i'd want someone to talk to like yeah. i'd want someone also to that interact my phone with, right like i'd want i mean i will say since he's on his motorcycle the majority of the time he doesn't talk he's not like talking to anyone no matter what even if he was riding with somebody else so but once you get to like a place in a restaurant or you're like touristy stuff I feel like I would want someone to do that stuff with so so anyways different different strokes for different folks you know Uh, yeah but I did also give some thought to well what would the perfect day with my children Mm, be like because you know they do live with me yes so I have to come really get rid of them so an idea yeah there has to be an idea of what would I do if I wanted to have the perfect day with them Mm -hmm. my husband and I haven't done a ton of this obviously because the weather has been terrible for like forever but uh now that things are turning around we've been talking a lot more about going on just like nature walks you know going to the forest preserve just going on a nice walk or the arboretum or the even the zoo like Mm -hmm. just taking them somewhere where you basically are just kind of like walking around and enjoying each other's company my kids really like that yeah, we do versions of that all the time uh, on vacation, at, around home, uh, for a day off, things like that. And it's always very enjoyable. You know, it's a bit of a fight getting the kids to physically leave the house. To go <laughs> for once a they walk. do, yeah. We used to go on nature walks a ton when my kids were younger and didn't have like a million activities. Mm-hmm. But I do like we would even just go to like uh, Pilcher Parks in Joliet, and they have a nice little. like they've got a little building that has like some animals in it but then you just walk around and nice 
just pleasant. Um, or we would go to, there's a park by us that has some cool like trails um, and stuff. And we definitely like really enjoyed that. You're right. The weather has been crap. It's for, yeah. it's like we, at, at work today, we had uh, a, a, just a like social catch up chat and we were like, so there's two seasons. It's summer and winter because it's either just snow or it's 87 degrees out. Know, and that's right? it. And we've completely bypassed spring and fall. They're just gone now. Yeah. Like you get one day of each and that's it. That's... <laughs> so. I did not enjoy the one day of spring enough. So right? I just want yeah. you guys to know that there was a day, I think it was last weekend. I don't remember. Like one where it, was where like it really... wasn't raining and yeah. it was only like 67 degrees. So it wasn't too warm, but it wasn't cold. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. That's all you get. Now it's going to be 85 degrees next week. Now it's so, like 90. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be hot. Like it was hot today. My house was hot. Like yes. actually hot. Yes. yes. I um, like it. <laughs> picked my kids up from school and mm-hmm. I was just like walking from the car to the school and then from the school to my car and and I was just like, why is it so hot outside? It's like muggy already. I'm what like, happened? I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So. So, gonna, yeah, yeah, I think we're going to. I think that was a great list of the perfect day activities and all very achievable. Yes. And I think you and I could spend some of these perfect days together because we I have a lot of overlap. Could. Yeah, <laughs> I think we could. Even the ones with the children. I yeah. feel like we could. So definitely. I think they yeah. would all I would say I will also say that and your kids, I know, enjoy this as well because we mm-hmm. share this activity with them. Uh, just watching a movie with my kids mm-hmm. is a great perfect day activity. Yeah. I love going to a movie or watching a movie with them. It's yeah. great. Yeah, it's easy. Like it's social, too. but it's mm-hmm. relaxing and enjoyable. Yep. Yep. I agree. There's lots of fun activities that we could spend. And uh, maybe I'll get some of my perfect day at some point. Yeah. <laughs> let's so. cross our fingers for that 40th birthday Saturday. Right? Let's that's see what hope. happens. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's open Beach Session IPA. Beach Session IPA, which I misread as peach, as in the fruit. Well, it because is peach colored. And, the label uh, is peach. Yeah. And so I find it intentionally confusing. I'm just going to put it out there. It says crisp and tropical. Before oh. we drink this, I just want to very quickly mention that when I was in college, uh, Boston Beer came out with a, a beer called, well, perhaps it didn't come out at this time. It, it may have existed before then. <laughs> I'm not sure, but it was called Cherry Wheat. Oh. And I don't know if you've ever had cherry wheat. I had never had it until I visited my husband at Western and we went to a party, the eighties party. (laughs) Don't know if you remember that one. Yeah. And they had cherry wheat. That was the beer that they had. They had bottles of it. I don't think it was a keg and uh, I had it and I thought it tasted like bubble gum that somebody left out into in the sun. (laughs) It was awful. I remember unfortunate (laughs) I did not like it I was like this is it's like stale gum and I almost suggested my husband buy cherry wheat as our second beer because I was like just just I gotta give it another chance maybe maybe I got a bad one (laughs) yeah I have not had it so I do not know but I feel like maybe I might need to give it a try so I will uh... admit I've never had it since. Well, maybe maybe we need to revisit. Maybe All we'll right. put a put a, a a little review to follow up if yes. we try it again. I, I will. I can. I can commit to 
okay. planning to do. All that. right, I, I like it. Let's let's, <laughs> let's do it. Let's try not cherry wheat. Let's try beach session. And it's idea. not peach. This does not taste like peach at all. Like so, so I would say it's definitely definitely not peach. It's beach. Oh no! Yeah, this doesn't take, taste like kind. peach at all. <laughs> no. So my yeah, misunderstanding yeah. is clearly that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's very bitter. I, I haven't yeah, had an IPA is, that was this bitter in a long time. This is time. not what I was expecting. And I recognize it says IPA, so I should assume it's an IPA. That it's going it to be. Is, yeah. But I feel like between the name and the color, and it says crisp and tropical, I, I expected a little bit more citrusy flavor to it. And to me, this is like just a IPA. Yeah, I don't get that. I I don't get the. I don't get get it at all. But the crisp, it's it tastes crisp like that. That's fair. But the tropical, it's not even like actually, it's not even as citrusy as some IPAs I've had. So like this is just a crisp IPA to me. Yeah, I mean, I keep smelling it, hoping that I'm gonna get a little bit more of like a. It's not just like an, an orangey, IPA, but it's it's, it's legit yeah. just an IPA, like which is fine. It's what it says it is. It says it's session IPA, which is accurate. But the tropical it falls off for me. Yeah, I don't know. I've had a couple more sips now. Maybe it's a little bit milder. My first, my first taste, I was a little shocked to be honest. Well, when you go from lager to IPA, it's a significant jump. So like That's it's true. definitely much much more bitter. So it's a it's a it's an IPA. It's not a double. It's it's a regular IPA. But mm-hmm. I guess I guess the marketing to me, I expected a little bit more citrusy yeah. flavor to it. Yeah. Mostly just because it looks, it's called Beach Session IPA, and it says it's tropical. So I expected yeah, I mean, something in there to be fitting of that description. Yeah. Well, and forgive me for being judgmental, but why doesn't this have any coconut in it or something? Like beach? Why? Is, like a beach? Beach? Like what is? What am I supposed to get beach from in here? Like again, think- it's a good IPA. It's not a bad beer. It's not like it's a fine IPA. It's yes. just not living up to what I expected, I guess. Absolutely. And I, I would say it's funny because while it's been a very, very long time since I've had Boston Lager, I was I enjoyed it. It was a very pleasant oh, yeah. beer. Yeah, that was a and I'm, solid, flavorful lager. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm very pleased with how Boston Lager tastes. Mm-hmm. And so I think even more so, I think that made me hope that this IPA was going to be kind of just like generally enjoyable Yeah, because that's how I felt about Boston Lager. And I, I just, I don't love it. It, You're right. It is a, it is a very classic IPA. It's just a classic IPA. It's a little one dimensional for me. I think that's the problem. And I don't mean, oh, it doesn't have adjuncts in it. I just mean, like you said, it's not it's not tropical and you do there are ipas that have this citrusy tropical flavor exactly and this does not and i think we thought that was going to happen because of how it is described yes exactly and if it was literally just like session ipa period yeah like not crisp and tropical as the description <laughs> right then i'd be like okay it's just a session it's just IPA. Fine. yeah this is fine cool. this is what IPA, i expected <laughs> but because it gave me beach which made me think tropical and it says tropical 
I did expect to have a more citrusy, both mm-hmm. aroma and taste, actually. Yeah. And I'm really just, really just getting the basic IPA here. So. Yep. I think the marketing deceived me on this one. Yeah, they got us on this one, yeah, you guys. They did. They did. Well, you learn. Solid, you learn. So Boston Lager solid. If you're looking for a lager, you and you like beer. That's the thing. If you like the taste of beer, but you want a light lager, like Boston Lager is a, it's a solid good way to option go. for you. Yeah, absolutely. And I that's so. the same as what I remember it tasting whenever eons ago that I had it. Yeah. Uh, right. If you're looking for a basic IPA, Beach Session is fine, but don't expect it to be tropical. <laughs> no, yeah. That is, no. So, yeah. But Oh, well, we tried. It was interesting. Now we got to try cherry wheat next time. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I day. would love that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll give we'll give that one a try next. So, yeah. All right. Cool. Well, Boston Beer Company. This was a good time. Yeah, I'm glad that we hit, you know, we hit on a big one. It's always nice to go back and have visit with these breweries that kind of uh that kind of allowed the environment we have today. Yeah, they kind of very started fortunate. the, uh, you know, the the domino effect of the 8,000 plus however many uh, craft yeah. breweries we got going on now. So I think we're over 9,000. I think my we friend. probably are. Yeah, yeah, I think it was eight something a couple years ago when we started this uh yeah so i think we're over nine at this point which is wonderful great the more the merrier options there's just there's a beer for everyone out Mm -hmm. there there seriously is so you just have to find it so yeah cool all All right. right well thanks for joining us you guys and we will catch you on the next episode yeah thank you Thanks, everyone, for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all. 